if if Trump is re- is radioactive and you want people to stay away from Trump and you're you're selling out the community, if you get within within 10 feet of Donald Trump, right? right. Or his team, then I want you to stop to stop praising Dr. Martin Luther King. I want you to stop praising Malcolm X who met with the KKK. I want you to stop praising all these people who we deem to be heroes in our community who did things that are questionable because based off of this, Donald Trump is still the president. If you have an agenda, if you have things you want done, you have to meet with those who are in power. This is Caesar Walk of the Cool Calm Collective One. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well articulated nonsense. <laughs> Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. Shout out to all of our listeners, both new and old, wherever you are. We appreciate you guys. Also, man, please follow us uh, if you haven't already. Follow us on all of whatever streaming platform you're streaming this uh, this podcast from. Follow us, like us, leave us a five star review. Love us. Uh, just show love, man. Wherever you are, um, follow us on social media. We have a website that lists all of that, as well as our YouTube page. The website is Gatry. Thetippingpoint.com. T H A tippingpoint.com. And with that, shall we begin Gatry episode 100, sir? <laughs> we here, dog. One more air horn for the people. Here, bro. Walker, this is crazy, dude. Nuts. I've been a little giddy all week about this. Have you not? Well, yeah, yeah you dude. told me you told me to bring the excitement, so my excitement <laughs> is here. And I realized I was asking a lot of you, so thank you. Hey man, you know, I try to accommodate my sometimes friends. What? I didn't eat right. Uh <laughs> what's wrong with you? You alright today? No, sometimes friends. What's Are you triggered? About? What what is that about, oh, Kanye? Man, you're my bro. Thank you. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> Real friends. Some people, some people need to hear it. <laughs> yes, affirm me as a friend, Walker. I need it, dude. You know what it is. How are you, man? Like, what, what, what? How are your feelings? Like, we don't have nothing really special planned, but I mean, Walker, you this, got a lot on your mind. This recording only lasts like an hour and a half ish, so I can't tell you everything, or we'd have nothing else to talk about. But, uh, man. Walker, I don't, I don't, I don't even know where to start. But okay. hundred is huge, right? Hundred episodes, and that's just a hundred episodes that the people have have access to listen to. <laughs> There's some more we have stashed away that. Y'all... And I'll be honest, I don't even know because we've been kind of auditing some of our past stuff because you know, <laughs> Gatcher and I are still in corporate America. Um, <laughs> well, well, isn't well, you is well, <laughs> sure, fine. I am. I'm really corporate. Right. But yeah, it's it's you know, it's not a true hundred, but we have done a hundred episodes. Well, yeah, yeah. For I sure. mean, in terms of sessions, we've had way more than a hundred. Absolutely. So absolutely. But um, no, I just you know this this was easy, Walker. I was just thinking about you know our origins, man. We we met in the Starbucks two years ago. No, we, we didn't meet there. 
We did. Our origins go way. I'm not beyond. talking about the friendship, uh, enemy, weird the relationship frenemy, with the, the frenemy relationship. I'm not talking about that. That was one sided. <laughs> you hated my guts. Walker. No, I did not. You can admit it. No, I did not. This is not the recording. That is not that. true. We're talking about podcasts. Okay. Fine. <laughs> we can talk about our friendship later. Uh, <laughs> if, if it's even that, Kanye. Uh, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a, a Magneto Professor X type of deal, right? Respect for each other and yeah. what you bring to the table. The one considers the other pure evil, right? Well, I like that. Yeah. Okay. So I like to think I'm I'm the Professor X or your Magneto. Oh, which oh Why I'm gotta Magneto. be Magneto. Why gotta be evil? Oh, I've always been the evil one. You but, are evil. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> nah, man. Um, when we when we finally decided to really put the you know put the rubber to the road and really build this thing uh i just remember meeting and was just like wow you know no no no, no. let me take you back one when you said you wanted to meet and talk about it i got i got totally furious because they could do we don't need to be talking about anything we need to get some microphones turn them on and go but that that's one thing that I really, really admire about our relationship is there's balance, right? right. So like I can't be a hundred percent emotional, especially in terms of building, shaping, and growing this podcast. Like sometimes I have to take time and think and be introspective and be what you are, you know, which is hard for me. <laughs> and to your point, there's times I've caught myself being emotional on the podcast. I'm like, wait a minute, this is not my job. Right. But right. I, but I just think we're human and we're we're both those things at certain times. It's just our dominant trait is this is who I am. I'm right. just a relaxed, laid back one. I balance and I think people have that's resonated with people. They like to see that type of balance between the two of us to where one person is turned up, the other one is laid back, and it's it's just funny how we switch roles. Yeah, when the other person assumes one side of it, right? Abs- absolutely. So yeah, I I just think going back to what you mentioned, just meeting in that star that that Starbucks that day to just talk about what are we doing for real? Yeah, and just yeah. to see where we are today, man. I tip my hat to you, Walker, because deep down I did not want to do that. Why not? Because I just thought it was a waste of time. It was like once once you said yeah, like hey, I'm in. I'm thinking. What we gotta meet about? We'll just turn the mics on and talk about something, you know. But again, it's it's a structure that you brought, and I'm giving you full credit for this. It's a structure that you brought to the podcast that, that I know has made me better, and I think has produced a better podcast for us. Because if we just gone off the cuff and just started saying whatever, probably wouldn't have been that good. Well, I think we realized that when we turned the mics on, we was like, you know what, this is not <laughs> that easy, right? <laughs> And we were reminded about it when we had our first guests, right? Yes. Shout out to Solomon Brothers yes. when they went on. Thank you, Solomon we, Brothers. We, uh, by the way, man, like thank you so much for being being guests on our pod, yeah. and, and y'all did a great job. Um, but we could see the nerves, the nerves that they had. And who's to say we probably were like that ourselves? Just no one was watching us, right, right? dude? These are guys I've known since I was like really young, and I was still kind of nervous because it's like, no, dude, we're bringing them <laughs> into the studio or waiting room of a dental office, and we got microphones here, and like we want we want this to turn out to be a certain way, and. You, in, in terms of the Solomon Brothers, uh, you're bringing a lot. You're taking a, you're putting a big risk in here. Your livelihood, 
Yeah. You yeah. know, because, you know, we're in that age now to where things that you say Absolutely. can be used against you hence in why the court we audited, of life. Hence why we audited past episodes. <laughs> right, right. So that it, it means a lot for them to be like, yeah, we're with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, but no, no. In terms of nervousness, yeah, I was super big nervous before that. Do you remember that day in the dental office when we was recording and I looked up and I saw you talking? In the microphone, like your back was to me. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen y'all this doof. We we have we we have tried a lot. We've tried a lot of things. A lot of things have not worked. There's a lot of stuff that's happened behind the scenes. It's Walker's like, talking about one of them. But I mean, I think that that's that's a big part of stuff that goes in to get you to a hundred, like comfortable. Know, yeah, yeah. And walk one of one of my favorite memories. And <laughs> I don't know if you're forgiving me for this yet, but we had the the first two mics we got, and we were how many episodes in, and we realized only one of them was on. <laughs> <laughs> to myself what two hours gone two hours of my day gone like (laughs) but but it all goes back to to uh to you really because again it takes planning and i'm not talking like we're like this widely socially accepted podcast because we're not and i can't imagine what type of level of work those guys have to do right but our small low level local self it still takes a lot of work it still takes a lot of planning it still mm-hmm. takes, it takes a lot of thought it takes a lot of time yeah and a lot of patience absolutely and a lot of patience um i'm gonna shout out another guest that we've had lp uh lp uh, I, uh, <laughs> I took my sons to uh, his barbershop yesterday mm-hmm. and uh th- he did he did where's my applause man he did an absolutely great job just grooming grooming my sons um he had them laughing he brought his energy my sons really just went <laughs> went uh went crazy about that and lp if you're listening look at me he knows what that means uh some some video he showed to my kids and they were just like over the top but um during during that during that uh during that haircut or whatever we were talking and he he was like hey man what's going on with the tipping point yeah yeah and i was like well you know episode 100 we're doing tomorrow yada yada he was like oh man so he's like man how's it feel that you know he's just going all the way yeah in. yeah and one thing i told him walker and this is one of, this is one of the biggest things i want to talk about um i just know i've grown a lot you know uh spiritually <laughs> physically because i can't seem to stop gaining weight um <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm no, joking. that was good. The timing okay. was great. I wasn't I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. But but Walker, one thing I was telling LP about you yesterday was you have pushed me, you have stretched me in a supportive way mm-hmm. uh, over the course of these past 100 or some odd episodes and going back to when we were formulating mm-hmm. this. But um I was like he he's done that and one of, one of the biggest things I appreciate appreciate about Walker is he's not a yes man. Mm-hmm. And so I took time with LP and reflected on a lot of the disagreements we've had. And, and I said, I said, LP, you know, what's so weird about this. There have been times like Walker and I have disagreed. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've either gotten off the phone or left the studio and I've been like on 10, like ready, like <laughs> not, 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 not back to our, uh, when we work together, not, not that level, but there have been days where I was like, I, if I had the opportunity right now, I would pluck each dread from his head. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know but you know the blessing about you walker is i know that you care about me as a human as an individual yeah. 
Yeah. And so it, it levels me off when I do get that angry about a, you know, a podcast, maybe a creative disagreement we've had or some type of other disagreement. Sure. I'm like, you know what? Number one, he can't agree with me all the time because <laughs> if this was 100% mine, it'd be a total trade wreck. <laughs> so let's start there. But then number two, he's not he's not disagreeing to shut me down. He's disagreeing because he has different thoughts that I need to open my heart and my ears to listen to. Yeah. Because who knows, I may learn something. And I think about our infancy walker. I think about meeting at Starbucks, even though I didn't want to. You know, and I'm like, hold on now, Ronnie. Check yourself real quick. <laughs> this is Walker. He's the homie. You know, you hold him close to your heart. If he disagrees with you, think back to Starbucks when you didn't want to meet. Right. And right. look how much greatness that brought. So sure. sometimes, you know, Walker, I can be stubborn. You know this. And sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be hardhead and say, no, 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 no. I really want to do this. No, 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 no. I want to do this. But And, you know, I've learned... I can tell when you're passionate about certain stuff. Like just this week, because y'all know when y'all listen to the podcast, you hear instrumental tracks, right? <laughs> so going into this week, I'm already thinking, all right, I already know a track. I already have one in my head. Gatry sends me a, a I'm paraphrasing. The track you're listening to right now. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing, but this is what I heard. This is not what he texts. He's not what he typed. This is what I heard. I found this track. This is what we heard. Don't don't fight me or I will fight you. It's non-negotiable. F your feelings. <laughs> F what you thought. This is what we're doing. And I just respond, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the same pick your battles, right? It's just like, I already know, as much as I already thought about this, he's put way more thought into this than I have. He is way more invested. So I can let my will die here. Okay. So, so there's times I just know, okay, he feels way he's way more involved in this than I am yeah. so I can take a step back like because <laughs> if I pick something and it's not what he envisioned I already know how I already know you're going to either fight me on it or you're going to feel a way about right, it right so it's just again just learning you um has been good and dude that's the beauty of balance is that we both if we're open to it will learn from each other yes. I've learned a lot from you believe it or not oh. bro did tell Walker. Absolutely. Hey, let me turn your mic levels up because I want to hear this. <laughs> I know I'm no longer muted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that guy's now he's talking about something that means something. Right. <laughs> I can turn the voiceover off. Right. <laughs> um I've learned like, okay, so, so again, in, inside joke is that I've always referred to you as a safe black. <laughs> right? You have referred to me as the militant black. <laughs> Like, if we got white listeners, like, listen, listen in on this. Like, seriously, I'm the militant. I'm like, if the Black Panthers had a recruitment, <laughs> if they had a recruitment drive, I would be number two in line. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. But what I've learned from you is, like, the biggest thing I've learned just from watching you is there is a better way. Mm. And I think oftentimes, when I talk and express myself and how I feel, I've been in a vacuum to where only people who think like me it would resonate with. Okay. So what I've learned from you is if I'm if I'm going to talk about issues of race, and we had this talk conversation. I'm letting you know where this conversation stemmed from when I called you a few weeks ago and we had a conversation up similar to this. Like, bro, was I too harsh then? Yes. Da, 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 da. Yes. Okay. Here's where okay. this is coming because I'm. I watch you 
And while I can joke, I can joke about you being a safe black. Yeah. I do appreciate you being a a a safe place for white people to come to. Oh wow. And the reason why I say that is because I do believe we have to have conversations on race. I just don't think because again, and I, I say this jokingly, it's true, but that's what makes some jokes funny. Um, the reason why it doesn't seem like I have a filter is because I don't really have white friends. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, okay. and what I mean by that is Gatcher, we have some, we have some same associates who are yeah. white that we get along. Like we joke, it ain't weird. It ain't awkward. We is, is, is all love. Right. But when you talk about friends, right, just like I have to consider you, you and I, like I consider you when you call me about the track, I don't have white friends that I have to consider how they may take me just unloading. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so what I've learned is there's a better way to say something. Okay. And so what I'm learning to do is I'm not going to necessarily lose my edge, but at the same, cause I'm going to say what I'm going to say, but at the same time, I need to, I need to understand, do I want to attack or do I want them to understand? Mm. And that changes that that changes how I approach conversations, uncomfortable conversations. And we've had a lot of opportunities to talk about race on this podcast because a lot has happened in 2020. In this year alone, I think I've grown up a lot. Okay. In this regard. And I've watched the impact how you've had on your coworkers and mutual friends and whatnot. And a part of me says, you know what? I respect that. A part of me says, you know what? I want to, and you know, I want to, I want to be someone that someone can feel safe to talk to. Mm. I just haven't had a lot of practice because I don't have access to white friends like you have. Right. right? right. And so it's, it's helping me to say, you know what? There's a better way. Even though I know how I feel, I have to be willing to reach across the aisle and take the sting off of what I'm saying gotcha. because I do want I do want allies I do want to build bridges I don't want to tear them down so I have to change my approach I learned that a lot from you I credit you and how you interact with your peers your friends your co-workers that was a message to me so mm. when I say balance is we can all learn from balance in our relationships whether it's a friendship marriage work relationship the beauty of it is when you find two people of different extremes coming together, you can pull something from the other that wasn't in your tool belt. Uh, and yeah. that's one of the things, bro, I really have valued about our friendship is that you are not me. Mm, yeah, You are not me. Yeah. And I can have a conversation with you any day of the week because of that, because you're going to bring something to the table. You're going to do something that I would look at and that it would not be my default response or thought process. Right. And it challenges me to evaluate me at times. Like, did I say that right? Did I handle that right? Yeah. And I found myself doing that a lot more this year. And it's helped me to not necessarily be you, but I can also adopt some things from you to where I'm more balanced. I'm more even keeled on some things. Right. You know what I mean? So I owed, I, I, I thank you, man. I thank you for being you in that regard. Man. Yeah. I feel like I need some like very like sentimental music right now. No, we don't. This is not the today show. <laughs> Again, balance. Okay. Well, thanks, Walker. That means a lot for us. Yeah, man. Dude. No, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. This is why I love coming here to do the show because 
I'm I'm learning too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I may I may sound like you know, I'm my thing is I want to learn, I want to get better. I care and these are conversations you and I have off record. Right. All right. the time. Yeah. And I I let you know, fam. And I talk to you a lot like, yeah, did I say that right? right. Like, did I do that right? <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of the day, I care about the impact I'm making. Right. I want to make a positive impact. I want to I want my words to resonate in a way that I'm building and not destroying. Right. And so, yeah, like I've, I've been, I'm very, one thing about me is I'm very introspective and I, I will watch game film on myself oh. a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we all can be our worst critic, but I, I just want to be better. Right. And I think having someone different than you kind of helps you to do that. In a regard, so Dude, thank you for being the feelings you. Feelings cannot be more mutual. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like really some iron sharpening iron right here. One hundred percent. Seriously, that's what so. a friendship should be. Gotcha. Like someone should be helping you to like. You should have friends. Granted, you are we. You will have friends who are just mirror <laughs> images of you, and I have those right. <laughs> in a sense. But you you can appreciate people who are not like you, who don't think like you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And while sometimes you and I. We'll, we'll 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 get at it. Yeah. At the same time, when I when 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 everything settles down, I was like, you know, I can see this point. I can see his point. I I can see where he's coming from. I don't agree with it, but I see where he's coming yeah, from. Yeah, right. That, that's a powerful place to be, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, but and again, I tell you, I was like, listen, I can understand where a person's coming from and not agree. Me understanding where you're coming from isn't necessarily a cosign. It just means I don't have to demonize you anymore. It's like, I see where you're going. I, I just feel a different way about it. Walker, you know what that is? What's that? It's a lesson for society is what it is. Yeah. Because if we could all do that. Yeah. Lord have mercy, man. Yes, Lord. Especially seeing as where we are right now. And this, this uh, yeah. 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 Goodness. Absolutely. But well, no, I'm, I'm, thanks, I'm glad we're here. Here's to another hundred, Walker. I missed the Rudio. I don't. I don't intend kinda, to go back. I, I don't intend too. to go back. I'm, I'm good. Lie. I miss the Rudio too. I miss the. I miss calling it the Rudio. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that again, that, as we grow, there's just going to be certain things we leave behind. I'm leaving old mindsets behind. Yes. We're leaving the Rudio behind. But I'm so excited about what the next 100 holds for us. Yeah. And we just we were just talking before we turned these mics on, and I had I took Gatry into a certain space. <laughs> I didn't intend to. <laughs> But what I reminded him of was that, bro, we are where we said we wanted to be almost two over two years ago when we met up at the Starbucks yes. to have this conversation. That's wild, this is why dude. we had that conversation at right. Starbucks, because it's, it's, it's sometimes you don't always see it when you I'm not saying we've arrived, but we've in a way kind of crossed the finish line because we spent so much time working on how to podcast right, right working on how okay let's not have no weird pauses okay let's not have that awkward silence okay yeah. let's not have da 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 or if you're me let's not interrupt walker like i just did <laughs> <laughs> which i mean that will happen but i'm just saying like we like we don't have to think about this part of of what we're doing now. right like right. We, it's just it's just you know what i mean we don't yeah. have to think about it so it's just we can just turn these mics on and go go and and I love I love that we've gotten there and I'm just excited about where else that takes us. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So here's to another one hundred, bro. Man. I wish we brought something to drink, uh the toast up, but you know, we got a pod. Yeah. We don't have a third person in here helping us. It's true. <laughs> 
if yeah. you just happen to be listening third person you know who you is right <laughs> right you'll start hearing a third of uh, third voice uh eventually in yes, the future so absolutely. uh well that's I'm, th- I'm thankful man oh I- I'm, I'm thankful bro I-, I thank god for you i thank god for our friendship and i couldn't think of a better person to podcast with walker don't do this and i'm not, You're not saying- gonna stop until i you know i'm an emotional guy i will start crying right here on this episode have i ever told you that you're trash <laughs> Walker's back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, else you man. got, man? Um, that's that's really it. We have we well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I wanted to say, even though I happy uh belated Halloween for those of you who may I mean this is this is COVID. Um this is COVID. I've I didn't know you had that. Hey, hey, hey don't sleep on your boy. <laughs> Want to go ahead and pop your collar while you're at it? <laughs> well, you know, if I had one. <laughs> oh, it's there. Um, but yeah, I, again, I thought social media, man. Social media. I just got a kick out of people in their costumes. I don't know if oh, you've been on social media. Yeah. I have a winner, bro. I have a winner. I hope it's the same one I have. Who's yours? Dude, the kid who dressed up like, the, like COVID. No. The kid, the kid was in the blue bubble with red solo cups. <laughs> That's fine. With the caption of this kid just won Halloween. (laughs) I wonder if I still have it. You got to show it to me. You got to show it to me. But man, I wish we had the monitor. We can pull it up. That would have been crazy if we we could just pull it up right there. Fam, my winner is the weekend. Did you see? He dressed up like Professor Clump. Dude, are you serious? When I say he nailed it. Okay. When I say he nailed it, he's my, he's my, he's to me, I feel like he's my nomination for, for the winner of Halloween. Wow. Like that was incredible. Oh, that is fire. <laughs> yeah, that's fire. He's in contention too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, uh, I got to look up and see, uh, see what, uh, all weekend had going on there. I got it right. I think I got it right here. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up for you. So you were, here he goes. Here okay. he goes. You see it? Dang. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's he, real good. He, he to me, I was like, no, he's he's the winner. He's yeah. the winner. The yeah. kid may have to give it to the kid because it's it's it's, it's all about the kids. Right. We all about the kids. I get that. <laughs> but um yeah, like weekend gets honorable mention in my book. Walker, how much candy did you hand out yesterday? None. Really? There's, there's not even many kids in my neighborhood. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's, again, it's it's just like, eh, it's that's not a thing. I can, I'm not even gonna take credit for this because it's too genius. But uh, what my wife did was, because you know we're 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 trying to be as COVID aware. We didn't let our boys go trick or treating this year. I think um, that was another thing too that kind of affected the whole thing. Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah, and, and there were tons of people in our neighborhood. So when I started seeing that, I was like, no, nah, I'm glad we didn't get them out. And it was a little chilly, but anyway, it was a little uh, cool. My my wife put out like a little basket of candy mm-hmm. and just sat it on the front porch. And so in her mind, it was like people walk up, grab what they want, put in the bag. I've had people do that before. You know what I told her? I said, I don't know if this is going to be effective. And she said, why? I said, because if I was the kid, I'm dumping the whole thing. (laughs) But no one did that. So so a lot of times people... a lot of times, people, the parents be with their kids. Okay. Especially if you, you know, you care about your kids, you're not gonna let them just walk the streets by themselves, right? True. True. So yeah, like they're they're you, you wouldn't let your sons do that if you were with them. Right. You know right. what I mean? That's so, a good point. Yeah. I didn't so, take that into account. Yeah. So yeah, you would think that being a child, <laughs> right? If they were unsupervised or in chaperone, yes. But yeah, can I, can I tell you something, Daddy, that I did? <laughs> like, 
just yesterday? Yeah, yeah, just the latest instance of it. Oh, you haven't done nothing since then? Uh, I've done a few things. I'm about to say. Yeah, okay. But in terms of Halloween. Sure. So we got the ring doorbell, right? <laughs> you just got it? No, we've had it for a few years now. Okay. But we have it. And so every time somebody... <laughs> <laughs> every time somebody walks up, I get notifications. So about every half a dozen kids or so, I'll get the notification, hit it hit on my app, and then you can talk through your phone to the doorbell. Like there's a speaker on it. Yeah. So I would just I would just maybe be like, who <laughs> and dude the reaction <laughs> nobody knows where the sound is coming from. Dude, I that kid you hilarious. not. There's one kid who was just like, you know what? Y'all can keep that candy. I'm out. <laughs> it's not that serious. It's not that serious. So you didn't celebrate Halloween as a kid? Uh, as a kid, yeah. yeah. Why, why you don't? Why? Why did? Why you don't feel the way about? I'm Walker. Deep down in my heart and my core, Halloween is just not that big a deal to your boy. It's, just it's not, not a big deal for me either. Right. It's not a big deal for me either. But but to me, I had a unique experience growing up because we didn't celebrate Halloween. Oh, do tell. Yeah, I came. I mean, I, my background is a religious background. Like True. my parents didn't play that. Like okay. we, for us, we didn't have Halloween. We had Hallelujah Night. We had fall, uh, festival. fall festivals. Like we had all the things. Uh, we had everything minus the the goblins and ghosts. Okay. All right. Did you dress up for fall? No, my my parents did not play that at all. Oh, okay. They did not play, but we just we went to those things. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead of going to a haunted house, we went to hell house. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you some know, some of those were good though. Some, some were of good. Those on some scared straight stuff for the hey, Lord. Listen, some some people got candy that night. I got access to the keys to the kingdom of God. Right. Okay. I got saved. Did you get wet underwear like I had? <laughs> No, no, I didn't. Urine people, get your mind out of the gutters. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but for me, it was just you know, and my, I was cool with it. I was cool with it. I wasn't. I didn't feel like I missed anything as a as a as a kid. Okay, you know what I mean. I didn't. Re, I didn't resent because I I was like man. Because for me, like to this day, I don't I don't watch scary movies and stuff like that. Like I just don't feel like putting that into my. Yeah, because I, I had a homegirl. She loves scary movies, but she can't stay at home by herself. Like, like she don't like having all the lights out. Oh, good in the house. You know what I'm saying? So I'm Dude, like, so you didn't watch any. Nah, you didn't watch Candyman. Heck no. You didn't watch Thriller. Watch Thriller. Yeah, what, the music video Thriller. Yeah, that was a that was a scary movie. That was not a scary movie. That was not a scary movie. I was in. I was. I'd be jamming into the Thriller, doing all the moves while watching it. Dude, you don't think Michael Jackson was a little creepy in there? He's a little creepy, but we're not going to talk about Michael Jackson right now. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, we just, I just didn't feel like I was missing anything. However, my I asked my wife what she thought about it. I don't think I'm as, as anti about it as I used to be. Like, I don't think I, we we're going to celebrate Halloween, but there's so many substitutes for it. What do you mean? What's so funny? You see more scary movies. Than you Dude, you saw Alex Cross. <laughs> Touche. If Touché. that movie didn't scare you. Touche. I'm sorry. No editing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Walker, I don't know about you, but I couldn't step foot in the movie theater for a long time after seeing Alex Cross. Bad acting? <laughs> Hilarious. Sorry. Go ahead, That's, that was That was good. Um, but no, it's just, for me, I just feel like... I don't think it'll be that big of it. Like to me, like they can have candy, they can dress up. Yeah, they can dress up like you know their favorite Marvel superhero or whatever. Like that, they ain't no big. It ain't that big. Right. They, as long as they understand, they understand that we don't. Why Halloween is just you know, yeah, we not cool. But you can you can still have fun yeah. on that night. You know what's unique? Um, we. We, we didn't really talk to our kids about why they weren't going trick-or-treating. It never really came up because uh, they were pretty much in their costume for most of the day. And that was, like, good enough for them. See, they're having fun. Yeah, yeah. So, and then my folks came over last night, and then, you know, my sisters were in town. My boys love when my sisters are in town. Yeah. We, we played games. We Like, we had a good time. Yeah. And so it wasn't until we were getting ready for bed, uh, YG was just like, hey, um, is Halloween over? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, well, when are we going trick-or-treating? He's like, hey, we're not. And so I just, you know, looked him in the eye and told him why we weren't. Right. And he, he I guess he understood. He had a good time. He was exhausted because he had so much fun. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, as long as you as long as long you figure out how to have fun, which is why I think they came up with, like, your fall festivals and whatnot. Because right. I think if, if kids, I think it's one thing to just be sitting home knowing your friends are out having oh, fun. Like, goodness. the FOMO for a kid is yeah. rough. Yeah. So, yeah, you just got to give them something they can enjoy and, and do. You know right. what I mean? So it doesn't have to be wrapped up in you, you know, being scared or whatever. So, yeah. 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 But, yeah, it, I brought that up just to say because I just I just knew I never really sell. I never felt like I was missing anything, mm. oddly enough. Okay. But I can't. I don't know if my kids would feel the same way. Gotcha. So I'm open to, like, your fall festivals and your, your stuff like that. And then having them have access to candy and enjoying themselves as kids okay so, yeah man that's all i got there so make sure you send them to the dentist this is uh this is when the year starts getting very busy for pediatric dentists don't really? ask how i know oh yeah don't ask how i know that but i know that so i feel like you just pulled it out of the atmosphere somewhere no no there's some fact to that so gotcha. i've lived it a few years no i mean i'm life. just saying like you just sensed it and you just grabbed it and you, oh. it's not because your wife's a dentist or anything no it's just my pure genius yeah right um prelist Prayer list, Walker. Who you got? Um, Sean Connery, man. Uh, he passed away. And uh, I don't know if you're a vintage Bond, James Bond film guy. Uh, but he is my favorite James Bond. Really? Oh, my goodness. Yes. He's a, Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Gotcha. I mean, for most, most people would say him. Uh, but I got a memory with Sean Connery that I haven't talked about before. <laughs> Here we go. I wasn't I wasn't involved in it, but you know I was there. Uh, so in Nassau, there's uh, I have a cousin who belongs to a country club. Uh, Lifer Key is the name of it, and Sean Connery has a home that borders that golf course. Really? Yeah. So we're uh, we're playing the course right, and then uh, a friend of my cousin's was there, and he says, "Hey, you know, we're about to come up on Sean's house." So I didn't think of it. I don't know who Sean is. And so my cousin leans in. He's like, Sean Combs, Carter. Gotcha. Keep going down the list. You get get Connery again eventually. My cousin, who's younger than me, says Sean Connery. And he looks at me and says, James Bond, Sean Connery. And he says, sometimes he's out and about in his backyard, you know, gardening, doing things like that, or maybe just having a cup of coffee. And his buddy chimes in and says, yeah, most of the times he's naked. (laughs) Private country club. So I guess you could do that. So, uh, lo and behold, <laughs> as we're approaching his house, Sean Connery <laughs> is out on his back patio 
Full nude. <laughs> so it's like you you look because you like you want to make sure it is Sean, but then again you don't want to look because you don't want to see all that. And so <clears throat> the friend of my cousins who was playing with us that day, he just can't control himself laughing because he, he knew that we thought he was just joking about that. So we actually lived that. So that happened, gee, how long ago was that, Walker? I think it was before YG, so that was a good while ago. But wow. Yeah. It's, 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 it's embarrassing for me to, to admit, but once I heard he passed, that was the first thing I thought of. How hungry he was? <laughs> <laughs> that I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, rest so, in peace. Rest in peace. How old is he? How old is he? Oh, that's a good question. I I don't I don't recall. Okay, so. all right. You got anybody else? Um, yeah, one of your guys, man. Bishop Rance Allen. Yeah, yeah. legendary gospel singer of the Rance Allen Group. Yeah, um, passed away at uh, age seventy-one. So, rest in peace to his family. Yes. Um. Phew. Goodness, the the whole what. Baptist Christian community, like right. the whole gospel. Dude, there were some community. There were some songs my wife was telling me about that I didn't know he was responsible for. Yeah, my favorite one is something about the name Jesus. Mm, yes. Yeah. This guy's a legend. Absolutely. So okay. And he was young too. Like, yes. like that that's what's that's what's really unfortunate about that. Is like 71. Like 71, yeah. 71 is young. Jesus. Like he was just a he was just a few years older than my pop. Right. So I'm just like That's crazy. Man. It is. It is. So yeah, rest in peace to him and uh, our prayers are with the family there. Um if you don't have anybody else, I got Walter Wallace. Yeah, I had him too, but Did you, you know, I, I, I got to share these mics with you. <laughs> Bummer. See? Growth, see? <laughs> um another another story, another another unfortunate shooting um this one taking place up in the philadelphia area um wallace 27 years old married did he he had five kids oh he had kids i think he had kids i didn't know how many i thought it was five okay i'll take your guess more than um was shot by he was having what and and there's video of it again i'm i'm cool on watching the video seriously um but he appeared by those who have watched the video to appear to be having a um a mental a mental health episode right and according to the family they called uh 911 to send an ambulance but instead police came police came i don't know how they reroute those type of calls or how that works but apparently he had i got an idea yeah um apparently yeah i'm sure to, yeah absolutely but police shows up um he ended up being shot 14 times um on the video you can hear one of like people pleading with police family pleading with the police not to shoot him there were people watching uh innocent bystanders by pleading not to shoot i guess because people in the neighborhood knew him um you can hear one of policemen telling people to shoot him and mm. Yeah, he ended up dying as a result. Um, what's your thoughts, man? Thoughts uh, it's unfortunate. I'll first start. This is the prayer list, so I don't know what type of emotional state his family is in. Right. But um, my heart goes out to them that this and to, to for some for many of them to have witnessed this. My goodness, like 
we we have the luxury of choosing if we're going to watch the video or not. They live through this, right? Um, <clears throat> Walker, I'm I'm not I'm not advocating anything on this, um, but the article I read said he he they thought he approached a police officer with a knife. So the question is here, uh, you know, and it's, it's easy for us. We're not law enforcement, right? Uh, but I just assess it. I'm thinking, okay, you've got a man coming at you with a knife. You've got lethal weapons, and you've also got non-lethal weapons. Hence the taser. For what I'm hearing, they didn't have those on them. They did not <clears throat> have tasers. So you already have an issue where you have police who are going into a situation where they're not well equipped to even do their job appropriately. Right. So when I allegedly, what I've been hearing is that they didn't have weapons on them. I mean, I didn't know they didn't have tasers on them. Okay. Sorry. They okay. had weapons on them, obviously, right. but they did. They, they didn't have non-lethal gotcha. um, to, to neutralize him. Right. Um, so, yeah, like that's not it. But even then you you have a club, you have, you know, whatever. But again, shooting him that many times. Like you're shoot, you're shooting with the intent to kill. It, is that training is the question? No, it's hunting. Hmm. Okay. It's hunting. You know what I mean? Because even again, you can fire a warning shot. Right. You, again, you don't even have to fire it at the person. Just, I can get your attention. Like, hey, look what I got. Right. If you don't, don't have a taser, don't, look don't what take I take a step closer. Look yeah. what I ha- look what I have. Right. And again, I, we've talked about it. This this also is a more extreme example. I hate to compare these two, but it, it puts me in the mind of Daniel Prude, mm. the guy in Rochester, New York, who One was of the having many thoughts I had. Yeah, who was having a mental health episode, and police shows up. And um, again, when we talk about defunding the police, there are people who are well trained and better equipped and prepared to handle these situations than police who are easily threatened and whose, in this case, first response is shoot to kill. Right. Are you telling me that the solution for people who are health having mental health episodes is to exterminate them? My God, I hope not. What is that? What is that? You know what I mean? So we, we have to, we have to, uh, fund, uh, those, those types of, uh, organizations, fun make sure they have proper staff and people who can help when these situations occur and police can really deal with people who are really criminals they can really deal with the actual because to me that's not a dangerous incident that's someone who's having an episode even with the knife you don't think it's dangerous it is it is a potentially dangerous thing but my thing is is that i'm pretty sure a lot of mental health episodes can be dangerous but if there's proper training in place there's ways to neutralize that i would think yeah and i'm pretty sure they've seen we've seen people come at cops with far more lethal types of weapons than a knife and live to tell the story sure you know sure and again two things why would why were they summoned and then why were they summoned to a scene with not all of their proper equipment to help neutralize the situation those are two big things you know what I mean? Those are two really big things. We don't know the details of the 911 call. We don't. Um, but you're right. Like those yeah. are those are questions that hopefully I don't know. We'll get answered. Hopefully. My thoughts and prayers are with the family. Um, that's very traumatic. Um, that's very uh 
Yeah, I just don't know. I just don't know how long it takes you to heal from something like that. That right. you would, you know, it's one thing for if I'm the family of Breonna Taylor to get the call that my loved one is going. It's another thing to actually witness it in person. Right. Um, so I can only imagine what they're going through at this time. I'm pretty sure many people in the city of Philadelphia and activists alike are rallying around the family, trying to get justice for them. Um, and I, I pray that they do. So, yeah. Goodness. All righty. Um, discuss the trash. Dort. Yeah, and Walker, like I told you, I don't, I don't have much, but um, seem like you've got a full slate over there. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, two jurors um, in the Breonna Taylor, speaking of which, two jurors in the Breonna Taylor case are beginning to speak out. Um, I think they did an interview and I don't have, I don't have the article up, so I can't really go into it. Um, my apologies there, but they were saying that, um, the attorney general, Daniel Cameron did not present the charge of murder or manslaughter. He only presented the wanton endangerment. Mm. Um, interesting. So the family is trying to push to get um, the family is trying to push to get uh, another trial or another, you know, case where they're determining if they want to press charges or whatnot against the officers. Uh, we, we mentioned several weeks back that uh, a lot of the audio from the from what was presented in the grand jury um, that was released, mm. those tapes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know what was going to come out of, out of that, if anything, but it, I think it, I find it interesting that members of the grand jury and of course they are remaining, they're choosing to remain anonymous for the safety concerns, of course. Sure. But, um, it's interesting how people are, are from the grand jury are starting to speak out about this. And so I just thought it was interesting. I didn't know if you had thoughts about it. Yeah, uh, Walker, my thoughts are going to be rather crude. If that's okay. Okay. So, as far as we know, Brianna Taylor, Brianna Taylor's family accepted the twelve million or whatever. Yeah. So, and I'm taking this from like a state systemic perspective. So we give you all the twelve mil, which is I think is hush money, really, and you still want to fight for a level of justice. To me, my thing, my, this, again, this is, this is after the situation, but I, I respect the stuff that's coming out. I do. But my thing is to Louisville and the state of Kentucky, they've paid off this tragic incident. They've paid it off. They slid money to you. Now go away. So let me ask you I this. don't feel that way. I just feel like that's how they're treating the Breonna Taylor's family. So these so so these pleas for justice, these ongoing pleas for justice, I'll which, be, I'll, which be, I'll be honest with you, you got a lot of people who felt like they shouldn't even give it to them. Yeah, and, and I said that on this very, very podcast. Yeah. I thought it'd be dangerous that they accepted that. Because what are you giving up? Well, no, I'm saying you have people who feel that the police did nothing wrong. Oh. So why are oh. you giving them hush money oh. to begin with? Right. Well, See what I'm saying? So that's another I don't have a take a, on that. That's another side of the coin to look at there sure. um 
so yeah it's you know i i you've mentioned that i know you felt the way when that came out um I mean, what do you do if you're the family? Well, I get that. Like, like I don't want to be in that situation that the family was in having to make a decision to receive the judgment or because because the, the question I asked was, why? What, what are you giving me a judgment for? You're not giving me a judgment because you feel bad that my daughter's died. It's that my separate, daughter died. But it, you got to keep in mind, that's a separate case. Like, that's a that's a that's a civil case. You're talking about money. That's not criminal. Okay. Different courts. OK. You know what I'm saying? I I just I, I hear you. It's just that what do you what do you expect them to do? The family to do in that because because if I'm suing you, I'm gonna sue you on, even if you even if you do charge them, I'm a I'm gonna get you for everything. If it's me, I'm taking the same twelve mil and turn around and I'm, and I'm hiring absolutely to go right back at you. I get that, Walker. Absolutely. My concern is that either whether it be City of Louisville or the State of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. What type of attention are they going to give this, considering the judgment's already been issued? It's no Walker. You, look, you, look, look, look! I I slapped you and took out took out one of your dreads. Here, look, dude. I'm gonna pay you this cool twelve grand, but I don't want to hear about it anymore. That's what this money here's for. And but, you come to me like, no, 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 gat, gat. You slapped a dread out of my head. No, no, but I but I gave you the money to hush you up. I understand. Get out of here. I, I get your point. Sorry. I get your point. I'm just saying. Even with with or without the money, were they going to do the right thing on that side? Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Do we have any assurances if you don't take this money, based on based on the argument you're making? There's no guarantees that if you don't take the money, that you're going to see justice on the criminal courts on the criminal side of it. Yeah. So I guess yeah, looking at it that way. See what I'm saying? You at least take the cash and see what you can. What do, do what do you what do you have to lose by? That sounds so callous of me saying that, but yeah, I see what you mean. No, I, I don't. I'm not accusing you of being callous. I think because I've heard. I mean, your your argument is not. That's not a rare. I've heard other people make that argument that it was hush money. I'm just saying, what would you do in that situation? That's hard to say. You know, yeah. It's easy to say that, and you got nothing from this. You get nothing from. Well, let this. this happen to one of my boys. It's gonna change a lot. Yeah, yeah. let that want to be one of your sisters. You telling me that you're gonna be like, no, we want justice. Right. No, I want. I, I no. Everyone's gonna everyone's gonna answer for this. All right. So anyway, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Breonna Taylor, uh, Kenneth Walker as well. Um, your go. No, it's just real through your list because I think we've got the only one that I have is well. The next one I got is rappers and politics. Discuss the trash. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> let's start with let's start with Fitty. Okay. Fitty said he was just playing, man. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, I know. I'm shocked. <laughs> you mean you wait, wait, wait. You mean to tell me 50 Cent, what's his real name? Curtis Jackson. Curtis Jackson went on social media and put out entertainment, put out an article for entertainment for people to click on and didn't mean it. I am so shocked. <laughs> like, dude, totally shocked. <laughs> you know how it's so funny how you sound like yourself, even though you sound you're trying to sound anyway <laughs> this is exactly what i told you last week or whatever it was nothing to see here yeah 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 Will somebody come in here and dust my shoulders off please oh boy um i still I th- hate I, it when i'm right about things i still think he's voting for trump though oh. um I don't care who he votes for. I just want him to vote. This is what you were talking about before. 
Really? No, no, no. Go no, to your, no, go, no, 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 no. Where, wait, no. what now? Go to no, your no, next. No, go, wait, no. Wait, wait what you said? Go to your next you point. You'll you hear, don't care? You'll hear it with the, with the... Oh, okay. The next one, the next one that's about to happen. Go that's to your next... What's my... No, why are you telling me what to do? Can Stop. You? Why are you pointing? <laughs> what? <laughs> What, what's happening? I'm embarrassed. That's why I'm pointing. You're embarrassed. <laughs> yes. Why? Now, did you wash your, your your feet lately? Like, does it taste clean? Like, what's what's happening here? What's going on? Huh? We'll get into that as soon as you're done with your. I, I promise you, I will address that as soon as we get to Tunchi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne uh, set Black Twitter on fire a few days ago. When he posted the tweet showing a picture of him and Donald J. Trump. Um, can I ask you a question? Please. That had to be the most uncomfortable moment awkward. and awkward. It looked so awkward, almost to the point of me thinking maybe this was photoshopped. But he posted it, so, yeah. so I mean so it was real. Was, I just I'm telling you, just, I'm saying it, it just went, like, eh. the the smile. It just well, of course, you know, yeah. Anyway, uh, just had a, a great meeting with the real Donald Trump, uh, POTUS. Besides what he's done, besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say and assured he will and get and get it done. Um, yeah, so he's he's uh, coming out and supporting Trump. I don't think he's able to vote, though. I don't think he can vote. OK, um, Oh, because it's criminal past. Yeah, okay. I don't think he can vote. So what does this mean? What do you mean? What does it mean? I think it's important to note that he can't vote, but okay. he, he lent his, he, I mean, he, you can still be involved in the political process and, and meet with people and whatnot. What, what are your thoughts here? Uh, similar to 50, really nothing to see here. Relax people. What are, what, why should we, why should we relax? Because it's Lil Wayne. <laughs> okay. So you're telling me that, that it's that miniature there wasn't, Wayne. It, it, you're telling me there's not a lot of people out here who are undecided saying, you know what? I'm going to wait to see what Tunji says. Tunji's going to sway my political. When he courses. speaks. When he speaks about politics. Oh, I got to listen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Tunji. Like when the those four speak. Yeah. I know it's okay. Uh, not me. Well, you're, in the minor, you're in the minority. Well, sure, sure, but this is this is how I absorb this information. I do understand that there there are droves of people who who react on every step that Tunchi makes. I get it, but I just so what was my first thought? Like, and I, I just I just okay. Hate, can I, can I play hate. devil's advocate? Yeah. Can I play devil's advocate? Yeah. Because this is Donald J. Trump's uh, way of trying to sway undecided black voters. And he's using black celebrities uh, to appeal to those undecided voters. You mean? And, get, and get behind his He's Wayne as a pawn? Um, I guess. Yeah, of course he did. It's politics, man. Yeah, I guess. 
so so what i'm saying i'm saying so why shouldn't a person not be upset about that is what i'm saying because number one kind of like cube did wayne ever say i endorse donald j trump that was an endorsement did he say th those were his words? No. Go vote for he, Trump is what he said. No, he didn't say go vote for Trump, but that that was a very now that this to me this is different than Cube. I'm I'm here and I'm listening. Like I don't him. put this in the same category as Cube. And this is what annoys me about the whole Cube thing anyway. Cuz again, I told you did I talk to you about this? But my thing is is that no one is above being criticized. Yes, yeah, so you did if talk. If you're going to gonna criticize this. if you're going to criticize Cube as long as it's based on facts, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I don't like people. I don't like the criticism that's based on things that are not factual. That's just that's just wrong and unfair. They're putting Cube in the same category as this. When Cube came up with his contract with Black America, he was contacted by both both parties, right? All right. Both candidates. Their teams reached out to him. One team was willing to meet later. Who knows? They still may meet. Who knows? One team wanted to meet now. So he's getting crucified by meeting with one of the teams, one of the two teams that were willing to meet with him in the first place. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so what are we, what are we mad? Are we, again, if you, if, if, if Trump is, re is radioactive and you want people to stay away from Trump and you're, you're selling out the community, if you get within, within 10 feet of Donald Trump, Right? right or his team then i want you to stop to stop praising dr martin luther king i want you to stop praising malcolm x who met with the kkk i want you to stop praising all these people who we deem to be heroes in our community who did things that are questionable because based off of this donald trump is still the president if you have an agenda if you have things you want done you have to meet with those who are in power and while the polls indicate that it don't look all that great for Donald. Well, he still has a shot, but if he wins the presidency, we still have to engage him. And I don't think that not engaging a president is the best plan when all that does is reinforce the status quo. And if we agree that the status quo is not good enough for black America, then why are we giving Ice Cube a hard time for coming up with an agenda that helps us? Right. 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 What's Weezy's plan? More skateboards. Fair enough. But he's endorsing something that Donald Trump came up with. And you and I, we talked about, we talked about the platinum plan. All right. He, he, that wasn't an endorsement? No, no, no. I just, I don't think Okay, so. okay. Just had a, let me read it again. Just had a great meeting with Donald Trump. Besides what he's done for the community for, for so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community, what community is talking about? Okay, you're gonna play on. dumb. You're gonna play dumb. If you can you're play, play dumb advocate, I can play dumb advocate. Okay. Mm. I don't even know why you want to play dumb advocate, but that's your decision. I'm saying that sounds like him endorsing Donald J. Trump's plan. Donald J. Trump's plan. Which is the, the platinum plan. plan. Yes. Does that say go and vote for Trump? Does that say go and vote for Trump? It kind of is. Kinda is. Yeah, kinda is saying. Who that, wants bro. their walker? Not shocking with you. Yeah, I would say that is an endorsement. Okay. I would say that it is an endorsement. I would say that I respectfully disagree. Okay. So you 
Because, <laughs> you know, we're just good old pals having a disagreement here. So you have to see again, again. Come I on. I hate to do this with you. Come, no, no. I so love again, it. I love it when you do this. So R. Kelly has to be found guilty <laughs> in the court of law before you can say, okay. What are the courts is it, is it is it alleged? It is an alleged endorsement of Donald Trump then? I don't even think it's that. Uh, so what what was he doing? So what was what what was what was Lil Wayne doing then? Clickbaiting, same thing Fifty Cent was doing. Is there okay? We know Fifty Cent has a history of doing that, but Lil Wayne has a history of trolling. Why can't that history have started when he? <laughs> See, you don't even believe. You can't even believe. You know what I mean? You no, got. You can't even no, say that with a straight face. No, Walker, because because dude. Dude, they're not I, the same. No, no, they're no. not the same as Cube. I by think. The way. I think. Of, I think of my player of the week, Van Jones, from a couple weeks ago. Right, this dude is a registered Democrat but supports Trump. Okay. Right. Is there a problem with that? It's a little. It's a little. Well, no, it's not a problem with that because there are a lot of reg, registered Republicans that are that are voting for Joe Biden. Right. And, and are endorsing Joe Biden. And so this is the type of society we we kind of like, right? Like, yeah, I, I feel this way about your party, but I like that this person's doing this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. I can have both. This is an endorsement, bro. This is an endorsement. I know you don't want to, because it's not explicit enough for you, but that's an endorsement. I'm sorry. Now, what I will say about... I'm Dwayne Carter, and I approve this message. If it doesn't say that, get out of here, Walker. You and uh, the Carter Three. So what I will say is my opinion about Carter this... Carter Three actually was great. I meant to say the Carter Five. No, you said what you said. <laughs> here's, here's my thing about Lil Wayne is... In terms of how I feel, I, I feel this was an endorsement. I do. Now... How do I feel about it? I'm indifferent. I ain't mad about it. I ain't happy about it. It is what it is. It's whatever. Because at the end of the day, people are going to, if you are going to vote, you're going to vote your interest. You are going to vote on things that are important to you. And the reason why I felt like that was an endorsement is because he's talking about things that he feels are important to him. Criminal reform. Um, I'm I'm assuming he's talking about business ownership, uh, whatever. When he says ownership, it was kind of vague, but those are things that are important to him. And if he feels that Donald Donald Trump's platinum plan addresses that for him, then he's going to think favorably of Donald Trump. Right now, if we're all voting our interest then that's going to vary on how much attention we give to our interest and who really is speaking to our interest. Right. 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 And doing our due diligence. And as I said a few weeks ago, man, like understanding, educating ourselves on not, not just going out and voting, but understanding what's at stake, understanding what the issues are, what issues matter to you, because you're not going to care about all the issues. There are only going to be certain issues that resonate with you and hit home where you live. And what are the candidates speaking to about that? Right. right. So if you understand why you're voting, you understand what the issues are and you feel one candidate is speaking to my issue more so than the other, then you, 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 you have to, I wouldn't be concerned about what other people think because we're not, we're not monolithic. True. Right? Yeah. 
you have you've had long-term black republicans you have you have black people who are trump supporters hard you see what i'm saying and so we're, we're not all monolithic like we we and again it's i get it we we want and that's why i was saying a few weeks ago I don't I don't think a lot of not everyone, but there are not a lot of people who are being very I think a lot of people are disingenuous when they say, hey, you just need to go vote. I don't even care who you vote for. Well, for some of us, I think we capping because here goes Lil Wayne doing a photo op with Trump and people are crucifying the guy. Oh, I see what you mean. If we just care about people wanting to go vote, because I think some people just need to say, hey, I need you to go vote and vote for the person who I think you yes, should vote for. Vote this way. Yeah. That's that was my whole point there. I that's why I never like this whole vague term of because I don't think a lot of people mean it. I think people want oh, groupthink. There's there's an underlying message with that for sure. Yeah. Now again, I'm indifferent. Like this didn't this didn't this didn't anger me. But I, I don't want us to put him in the same category as Q. This is not the same thing, in my opinion. You think so? What were the reasons for the meeting for each of them? He wanted to talk about his plan. Where's Tunchi's plan? No, you want to talk. Tunchi wanted to talk about a plan. I think that's the common denominator with both of them meeting with Trump and Trump's people, the Trump administration. Okay. To me, that makes them one and the same. He, he didn't. He didn't come in there to talk about uh, the stock market. He is in Lil Wayne. Yeah. Okay. He came to talk about the platinum plan. That was the nucleus of Cube's conversation with the Trump administration. No, it was not. What was it? Were you listening these past several minutes? What'd you say? Gotcha. He was not talking about the platinum plan. He was talking about some type of plan. His plan. That aids the lives of black people. Sure, but it's not the platinum plan. Okay. You're what making is, a one in the what same. What is a platinum plan? What is the heartbeat of that to aid? It's supposed to aid with black people. Can we move on, please? Wow. Okay. One of the same. So you don't care. It's like me coming to talk about the Jordan 3s and talk about the Jordan 11s. We're, all, we're talking about sneakers. We're talking about Jays. Okay. I got you. We'll just agree to disagree there. Um, What do... That's all you had, right? Yes. Are you familiar with Saweetie's Birkin bad comments that she made on Quavo's IG Live? Oh. You're not, you're not, this, this, this sparked like a huge conversation. Sweetie says, Saweetie, I'm sorry, says, if you can't, if he can't buy you a Birkin, you don't need him, sis. Discuss the trash. Trash. Okay. College football? You care about sports? Or are we going to move on? Yeah, Discuss I just trash. got. I got one thing for you. Discuss a trash. I got one thing for you. Discuss a trash. Discuss. I got one thing for you. What? Ooh, I didn't see the Walker, and I'm concerned about the Harper LSU game. I have some concerns about what I do, and I don't know how to turn out for this. That was a clip from uh, Caesar Walker last week when I asked him about how he feels about the Auburn LSU game. Sorry, you didn't think I was recording that, did you, Walker? <laughs> Was that a question? <laughs> no, I just read the clip. No, like, is it a question? No, I just ran the clip. I want to get your thoughts on the clip that I just ran. Okay. That you just ran or you just fabricated out of your mouth? I ran it. 
Hey, on this side of the desk, Walker, it's my world. <laughs> and I would be terrified to be in that world. Walker, why were you concerned about LSU after or before we saw what we saw yesterday? Because it was before what we saw what we saw yesterday. Okay. Number two, put some respect on that man's name. Who's that man? Bo Nix. Okay. Now. He had a good game. Great game. Happy for him. See, here's the thing about being objective, Gatry, that you know very little about. When you are you make a decision to lean one way, you have this tendency to double down against all odds, right? Even though you know you can't defend it, stand on it, whatever. Here's the thing about being objective. I can say when you've had a bad game, I can say when you've had a good game. And Bo Nix had a really, really good game. Oh, it's gotten better. Almost almost perfect in some regards. He's actually three of the guys on the War Report. He's three of our guys play of the player of the game against LSU. He had a heck of a game. Heck of a game. So I can say that. That's what being objective is. When you have a good game, I say he has a good game. When he has a bad game, I say he has a bad game. Okay? And he's been getting better. He has been improving. Chad Morris is, is beginning to, to build around the strengths of this team. And I'm starting to see progress. Good. I'm done with sports. I have a question for you. Oh, we're not good. Oh, we're just not good. We're not a good team. We're not good. Oh, we're not good. We're just not a good team. Our defense. Oh, defense. I'm sorry. It's our defense because we don't have any D. It's our defense. I'm worried about our defense. And we have no more ranked teams on our schedule, but I'm worried about who's left on our schedule. Our defense. You guys blanked on Nick Saban's birthday, Mississippi State, 41 to 0. The air raid. Air raid. When nothing flying in BDS last last night, right? You can't even say it, can you? Yeah, I can't say it. Nothing flying there, right? Nothing. Grounded. I'll tell you something that was flying last night. Walker. I'm not done. So, no defense, but you blanked Mississippi State. Um, you also beat Tennessee. What was the score of that again? I forgot the shellacking. I think y'all are what y'all are like the number three offense. In the league, I mean, in, in in college football, going into that game, forty-one, and now your defense is starting to show up. Wow, wow. So are you still a not good team, Gatry? Still not a good team, though. A, a, a team that's not good, a team that's not good. You know, that's usually what they do to Mississippi State. They they just blank them, right? Yeah, you go, you'll win, but not, but you you're, you're going to blank them. You're not good, though. You know what? I agree with you. Y'all are not good. You are approaching great. Would you like to say something now? Yeah. Go for it. You're muted. muted. Go ahead. I'm going to answer your first question. Oh, no, I'm going to answer your first statement. You said wasn't nothing flying at Brian Denny Stadium last night under the lights. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of yellow flags flying on us mm -hmm. to the tune of 10 penalties. Okay. That's dirty football. Okay. You don't progress when you're doing stuff like that. Really? You don't. They were like pass interference? Oh, do we have like, 
we had like a rough in the past or like once the game oh, pass passing play go, go ahead we had a rough in the past or like once everything we, and we had a necessary roughness a couple times i'm talking late in the game while the game was decided oh okay so it, so these plays didn't like they had no effect on the outcome of the game like yes, the game was already the yes, game was already did. the game was already decided it don't did. You, don't you it dare. Did don't you dare fix your. Don't ever fix your. You finna lie to me? It did impact the game. It did impact the game. Yes. So Mississippi State got back into it because of these penalties. They could have. We've seen weird things happen. Like kick a field goal? <laughs> How are they going to get back into this game? Walker, the thing is, you can't give them opportunities to get back in the game. So you're. When you're having dumb mental errors. You're opening the door for them to come back in. So how is it that you give me a hard time for criticizing my quarterback who cost us the game and your defense is doing things that's not costing you the game? How do you know that they're not? You won! Did you watch the game? That that you're looking at Again, the, yes I'm, I did. You're looking at the score walker. There's a lot more to the score. You know this. So if I said the same thing about my team and criticized them, you would let that fly. If you saying it from the heart like I am, yeah, I don't, I'm not a hypocrite. Shout outs. Shout outs. Derek Medina. You know of him, Walker? No. Derek Medina this week was named the executive VP for ABC News. Derek will head multiple teams, including operations, business affairs, and marketing. This is for ABC News guy. He's a guy that looks like us, Walker. Um, so I'm sure you're thinking like, well, I'm sure they didn't just pick this guy off the street and just throw him into this role. No, you know what Derek Medina did during his time at ABC before he got this position? What was that? He mentored a lot of influential people, uh, in the ranks at ABC news in order to help shape and produce better broadcast right and then also before that he was a high-ranking investment uh investment banking associate at jp morgan chase so this is a good look you know we're critical the news walker and um i guess my pie in the sky theory for this is if we've got Derek medina in this instrumental role and he's won the favor of a lot of people that are ranked higher than him Maybe we can start to change the narrative. Maybe we can start to change the narrative here. Even if we don't, I still think this is a power move for Derek Medina. I'm here for it. My shout out goes to one Tahid Epps. Oh, yeah. Known in the in our community as City Boy. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Two Chains. Two Chains. Um, this is courtesy of News1.com. He is investing in the entrepreneurial dreams of HBCU students. Uh, he recently created a fund that will provide financial support for students at HBCUs who have launched their own personal business. Okay. Uh, the initiative dubbed the Moneymaker Fund was designed for students who have an active business and are in good academic standing at an accredited HBCU. The effort was inspired by a song, of course, Moneymaker, which is an ode to historically black collegiate institutions. And of course, we know that Two Change is an alumni of uh, Alabama State. ASU. Uh, 
students must submit a presentation deck that encompasses an executive summary, company description, and a solid marketing and sales plan by November 6th. He's quoted as saying that if you are an HBCU student and you currently have a business that's up and running, I created the Moneymaker Fund. I would like to invest in your business, your idea. Um, so yeah, I want to shout out to him for wanting to give back and support HBCU students who are looking to uh, become a entrepreneur and have successful businesses, which is something that we talk a lot about ourselves. And so I think that's dope. Shout out to Two Chains. Who's your play of the week? All right, Walker. I got some foolery here. This is um, this is something that was hard for me to read because it was just so dumb. Um, Ti, what you gotta do? Funny you ask, Walker. He's got he's got the remedy for COVID. Which is talk to me. Uh, he was interviewed early this week, Walker, and then the COVID topic came up like it does just about everywhere. And um, T.I. went on record, and I quote by saying, COVID starts in the throat. If you catch it while it's in, while it's still in the throat and drink warm liquid, your stomach will, your stomach acid will kill it. COVID. Okay. He goes on to say, Walker, and I quote again, I'd rather boost my immune system to defend me against COVID should I come in contact with it. Rather than wear one of them silly masks and hide in fear of coming in contact with them. So, Walker, this is this is <laughs> this is hard for me. Number one, because I've got I've got a close family member uh, in a hospital dealing with complications from COVID, and you know, first as I read this, I'm thinking, I wonder if they ever gave him any warm liquid, and then if they didn't. If they did, I wonder if that would enhance his situation. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're going there, Walker. Um, we talk about rappers' influence on things. In particular, we talked about politics earlier. But I'm thinking about T.I.'s influence. Uh, there's going to be a good group of people who take heed to this and make decisions that will probably put their health at risk. Uh, briefly sidebarring Walker you're talking about uh, your social media things you saw about Halloween uh, I saw a lot of people in socially engaged closely socially engaged environments aka parties Halloween parties no mask in sight no physical distancing no nothing and I'm wondering if someone in those audiences heard what T.I. said and was just like you know what Soon as soon as I feel something here in the throat, I'm just gonna down anything hot and let stomach acid do the rest. Uh, Ti, again, I don't wish COVID on anyone, but what I do hope is that you continue sipping on your hot green tea, and I hope that your green tea is enough to keep you from this terrible, terrible virus. But T.I., what I'm most upset about is you would go on a public platform and share this, knowing that there are a lot of people that respect, listen and respect what you have to say. I think that's idiocy. And I've got a button for that. 
Oh boy. You idiots! Okay. Um, my player of the week goes out to someone who we discussed a lot last week. Sergeant Jonathan Man Mattingly. You remember him? You bringing him back, huh? Oh, wait for it. Okay. We're familiar with uh, Kenneth Walker, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend. Um, last month, he uh, filed a lawsuit. He filed a civil lawsuit against the city and the police department um, based off of what happened. And he uh, basically kind of told briefly his side of things that he heard knocking he didn't hear them announce themselves. They barged in. He defended himself. Um, and he mentioned that he's not going to be silent anymore. He's going to do everything he can to hold them accountable as best he can. Well, Sergeant Jonathan Maddenly decides that he is going to file a countersuit against Kenneth Walker. So, the lawsuit filed by him says that Walker committed battery, assault, and intentional emotional distress. So Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly is saying that I can just bust in on a, a um, based on a warrant that was obtained by lying and deception me and my buddies can kill your girlfriend you shoot me in the leg and I live but you battered me you assaulted me you left me you intended to cause emotional distress to me mind you we they're all in a state that is protected by stand your ground laws, which is why, which is the whole issue with the whole no knock search warrant is that if you're, you're busting into people who have no criminal history, no past are licensed to carry a gun. What do you expect could potentially happen? And if there are 11 out of 12 witnesses that said you guys, they did not hear you guys announce yourself. And the one person who said it initially said they didn't hear it. What do you expect? Right. I didn't really dig into Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, but every chance I get now, <laughs> every chance I get, I'm going to go out my way because he lied in that interview a few times. No question. To Strahan. And if you're willing to lie to cover your butt in that interview, what's to stop you from lying to cover up a crime scene? Right. The I think we called it the bridal unbridled caucasity. That is that was the title, excuse me. Yeah. And the unmelanated gall <laughs> to bust in someone's home, get shot, and then sue them after you took a loved one from them. Shot up their house and took their loved one from them, but they're at fault. That is the epitome of being a bully. Mm. That is the epitome 
of being callous. That is the epitome of just being just evil. That is just evil. How come you just can't let this go? How come you just can't? He's not suing you. He's suing the police department. Right. right. The city. Yeah. But you can't let this go. <laughs> Can you? You got to talk about it. You got to get you a you got to get you a little a nice little time spot with Michael Strahan and tell your side of things. You are almost approaching George Zimmerman status. Ooh. Cuz you won't shut up. Right. You won't go away. Right. And you have the nerve to feel like you're the victim. Some some of these are self-explanatory, but I had to say that. Ren. You idiots! Unbelievable, dude. Ren. You idiots! Ren. You idiots! Unreal, dude. I I you know. I, I, you know, I just, I just, I, I feel, I feel, I feel for that family. I feel for people like him. I feel for him to have been arrested and had serious charges brought up against him. Have them dropped. Every day you're reminded, like I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine that happening to my wife or, you know what I mean? Like oh. I, I, every day I'm reminded that she's not here for what? And you just won't leave it. You just won't let me grieve. What about his pain? Yeah. What about his pain? What about what about what he's feel? What about the intentional emotional dis- distress y'all caused him? That's not a factor, huh? <laughs> because that's not real. <laughs> I think that's not real. What he said to Michael Strahan, the fear that black people have right. towards that's not real. Not to him. Not to him. Right. So what you feeling ain't real. But we 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 have to. Uh, but again, we have to acknowledge your feelings. You start. I am the least racist person in this room. I'm sorry. John, John Maddox, how did he get in here? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we got to tighten up our security around here. <laughs> Facts. I'm sorry, Walker. Facts. I cut, I cut no, you off. No, that's that's that's. Fine. Or John did. I, yeah, it wasn't you. <laughs> he grabbed your hand, made you push the. He even knew what button to push. <laughs> Scary. Scary. <laughs> You got anything else, man? I think I'm good for this week, Walker. Happy 100, bro. Happy 100 to you, Walker. Here's to 100 more. My word of the week, okay, um, is gratitude. I'm just grateful, man. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be doing something that I enjoy uh, with someone that I enjoy part of the time. Um. And I just hope you guys are out there finding gratitude and whatever. This is going to be a pretty interesting week. Um, a lot is going to take place. Um, an election is going to happen. I just, I, my prayer, not to be insensitive, but I, I, I pray, I pray that we can take find gratitude in what we do have, despite what's going on around us. Um, if 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 you're blessed to have a great family around you take gratitude in that this week if you may not have if your family situation is a little different but you have people in your life that loves you who are friends who got your back take gratitude in that man if you got a roof over your head if you have employment if you got your health whatever you have man take gratitude in that and uh 
that's what we intend to do with the podcast. That's what we intend to do with our friendship, of course, and, and just with everything else in life. And uh, just live life responsibly. And as always, I would like to I would like to say that the doors of the Tipping Point Pod are open. Go in peace. Have a great productive week. Um, Gatry would love for you to go vote. I will want you to vote responsive. What? What happened? What happened, Gat? You just said go vote, right? Why, why are you bringing me in here? Because you said I'm, that. I'm listening. You I'm said listening that. To great commentary. You said that. Why don't you just own this you said part that. of the show that's yours? You said it. I'm just quoting. You know, you didn't say that. I can take that out of it. Okay. Walker wants you to vote responsibly. And as always, I am Caesar Walker. He is Ronnie Gatry. And with our powers combined, we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>